books, books, books on this week's episode of The Rail Splitter, the Abraham Lincoln Podcast. Welcome to the Rail Splitter, the Abraham Lincoln Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. It is our first episode of 2018. I am Rail Splitter Jeremy. With me is Rail Splitter Nick. What's up? Freezing my ass off. <laughs> and Rail Splitter Mary. Happy New Year from Canada, everybody. And we were at the top of this year, before we started recording the show, uh, we were comparing temperatures. Uh, Nick and I are in Rockford, Illinois, and the official iPhone reading is 3 degrees, uh, but we are, we're recording this on a Tuesday, we're looking at a negative 10 for a low on Thursday, so it's going to be cold in Illinois. Mary, uh, how, how do you compare in Canada? I'm just going to look that up right now to see what I'm at here. I tell you what, I hope uh, this is a uh, cold day and I'm not at school today. That's what I'm hoping. So, yeah, so I'm Thursday. actually at... I'm actually at 16 degrees. Wow, 16. So you're 13 degrees warmer than us. Yeah, I'm in the tropics compared uh, yeah, to you no guys kidding. right now. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Do you a even live in Canada? <laughs> is it really Canada? Is it not? It can't be it, Canada if it's, yeah, if it's a little yeah, warmer. Is that Cancun? <laughs> yeah, Cancun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I will be there soon. I, but not, uh, well, three weeks. Not that I'm counting. So um, how was, uh, did you guys have a good New Year's? It was pretty uneventful, actually. We just stayed in, played some board games. That was about it. Same here. Boring, lame. Just how I like it. Yeah, that's how I like it too. Well, that uh, that makes three of us. Uh, we, uh, my my spouse and I, stayed up till about twelve oh one, just kind of on accident. That was just when the TV show we were watching ended. I went to bed. So yeah, nothing for New Year's, and it was glorious because. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of going on on New Year's, so um, no, I, I did. Uh, I did enjoy watching Twitter, kind of uh, Twitter and Facebook, kind of throw around some references to the Emancipation Proclamation, uh, which went into effect on January 1st of 1863. Uh, so there was a little bit of activity about that, which I thought was cool. So um, it's it's always kind of nice on New Year's to reflect upon that event for Abraham Lincoln and the country and everyone um, that it was issued in November going into effect in January. Pretty significant stuff. So saw some good stuff out there from some different folks, which was awesome to see. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of Twitter here, as I was crawling through Twitter, I believe that's what the kids call it <laughs> out there. Uh, I came across something that uh, was posted on yours, Mary, about a new Civil War podcast, the Uncivil mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Have you two listened to it yet? I have not. not yet. It is outstanding. It is really good. So I know you're talking about doing it on your road trip you got coming up here, Mary. Yeah. I highly recommend it. They kind of untold stories from a different lens. Kind of, they they're not following the social media narrative of the Civil War. If anything, they're starting to challenge that. Um, you know, kind of some of the issues that we've talked about. So. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like the most recent episode I talked about, it starts out with like a lady who was a Civil War reenactor and was told she couldn't because she was a female. 
and how that is inaccurate. But indeed, we do know that there were women who did indeed fight um, in the Civil War. So just kind of giving an idea of some of the topics they cover. So um, just throwing it out there to people. Uncivil, great podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and we will uh, definitely uh, tweet that out so you can get a link to it. I'm looking at it here. Uh, Uncivil is a podcast that looks like um, they've got uh, just two episodes right now, it looks like. Is that, am I looking at the right? I think uh, they got 10. Oh, I'm looking, I'm sorry. I have one that's trailers. I'm not looking at season one. So they do have yeah. several. And they had one that just came out on the 26th. So um, I will definitely check that out um, for sure and um, give them a little bit of a signal boost. And maybe they'll give us one too. Cause they're, uh, looks like it's a little bit more of a professionally produced show, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? I think it is. Yes. Yeah. It's from Gimlet. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard of it, but Gimlet's like got several other podcasts out there. So cool. They definitely have some money tied to it because at the end they go, oh, yeah, so we'd like to thank the, our music engineers, you know, our, product, wow. our producers. I was like, yeah, we'd be a lot shorter if we did that at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, our music, yeah, by the way, in case you ever wonder, our music engineers, our sound engineers, they're, they're us. <laughs> There's three of them, and they're us. Um, but anyway, Uncivil, so check that out. I'm definitely going to check that out as well. And, um, um, yeah, hopefully uh, – our listeners will be their listeners, and some of their listeners will come over here um, check us out as well. So, um, cool. Yeah, thanks for that uh, recommendation, Nick, through Mary's Twitter. Thank you. Uh, anything else pop up this week that you guys noticed uh, or that was of note in the world of Lincoln or the Civil War? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, that week between uh, Christmas and New Year. I, uh, I, did, I left the house like twice, <laughs> you know, I mean, I definitely read a lot, but uh, I don't think I really came across anything that was really jumping out um, no, you know, I didn't as far either. as like artifact donations and uh, news stories about Lincoln. It's it's a bit of a slow period in the Lincoln news cycle. So um, not a whole lot to report there, but we'll try to keep everybody posted on current Lincoln events every week as they come up. Um, today's topic, we're going to kind of ish do a New Year's episode where we are going to revisit books that we read in 2017 that uh, we liked about Lincoln or the Civil War um, or didn't like just kind of share with you Um, we're also probably going to bring in some other books Um, I have a couple things I just wanted to mention as well um, from stuff I've read long before or before 2017 Uh, we're also going to mention a little bit of our reading lists for 2018 uh, to see if uh, there's anything out there that we're not aware of that we can help each other out with and different things that might we might find interesting to read. And at the end of the episode, or toward the end of the episode, we are going to introduce the first book that we're going to do in a series of episodes um, called The Real Splitters Book Club, where we'll invite listeners, if you would like, to read a book um, at the same time we are, and then we'll split it into thirds, and do three episodes, kind of like a, a kind of like a quasi book club. If you don't want to read the book, we'll make sure the episodes work for you as well. Uh, but it might be fun to kind of get everybody together on something. Uh, so we did. Uh, we had so many suggestions from listeners out there that we decided we're going to do this multiple times uh, because it was difficult to choose. Uh, but we have a book we will announce at the end of today's show. So uh, 2017. Um, the internet memes were very plentiful, saying what a wonderful thing it was to say goodbye to 2017. 
Uh, I agree on many fronts. However, I did have a lot of good memories from 2017, um, and a lot of those were reading about Lincoln in the Civil War. Um, although I've probably read fewer in 2017, fewer books, just because of I'm active in coursework and all other things. Uh, so I really would like to hear what you guys, uh, what you all have read in 2017. So what uh, what books are we going to talk about? Who's going? I'm Who's opening up, it? man. Floor is open. <laughs> you want me to go first? Right, let's go for it. You are you you're right. a professional bookseller by trade, anyway. So, um, actually, like you, Jeremy, 2017 was not the year of books for me. Um, just taking on full time work and doing some other stuff, I didn't have as much time for reading. Um, you guys realize we're doing a book episode, and you yeah. both, like started this by saying, "Ah, I didn't really read." Really, really. I still read. I still did read uh, the latter half of the year, though. I managed to finish um, two uh, six hundred plus page biographies. Uh, one about Grant, one about Lincoln, um, and I did read uh, a biography about General Sherman, and I also read another book about Lincoln called Sixteen Days" by Noah Andre Trudeau, which was actually it was. It was very, very good, too. I'm going to go back and read it again this year, too. Um, but my favorite book of the year was A. Lincoln by Ronald C. White, Jr. It was, like, excellent biography. Uh, it's one I recommend for people that are, they, they say, I'm just getting into Lincoln. What would you recommend I read? And I recommend it because it is still detailed enough that you're going to come away learning a lot about him. But it's also going to leave you... Like, oh, I want to keep learning about him and see what else there is out there about it. And it's a very human, like, bi like very humanizing biography where, you know, the, the key focus of it is basically to show his evolution and his beliefs over time. It, and it's very well written. I, I agree. Um, I've read that as well. Um, Lincoln biographies, um, I, I think it's, I think we've mentioned this on the show before, but uh, there are more books written about Abraham Lincoln than any other single person aside from Jesus Christ. Um, so Lincoln biographies are uh, an interesting thing to kind of try to wade through and try to find something that um, is new and exciting, or isn't just rehashing um, what a different biography did. So if you're you know if you're reading multiple Lincoln biographies, um, it's easy to find good and to kind of find what you're looking for. If you're going to read just one, I think that I would agree with Mary that, that A. Lincoln is, is, is one to go to. Um, I would put it right up there with uh, David Herbert Donald's Lincoln yeah. um, as just a single volume, comprehensive um, academic Lincoln biography. Uh, when White published it, it was kind of at a time, you know, and this is only two or three years ago. It's a fairly new book. Um, but he had two things that he kind of, uh, he or his publisher, whoever were saying, separated it from other works. And that was that um, he focused on Lincoln's writing. And that's why mm -hmm. he titled it A. Lincoln, because that's how Lincoln signed his writings. You know, everything that he would put in his official correspondence, he just signed A. Lincoln. So that's why he titled it that. Um, so he does focus a lot on Lincoln's writing. Um, which is obviously very reliable and a primary source for uh, studying Lincoln. Um, and then he also had some new, newly discovered history of Lincoln's religious beliefs. So his uh, part of part of what separated that biography from Donald's biography and others was the focus on the religious aspect of of Lincoln's life. Um, it's you know it might be intimidating at first to, to 
think like, okay, I'm going to read a book that primarily focuses on uh, 19th century writing and primary sources, but it reads very easily. It's, it's very accessible. Um, it's a book that you can, I feel like you can read and take a whole bunch of notes and get really serious about, but it's also a book that you can read uh, before going to sleep or on the beach. Um, I wouldn't consider it a beach read necessarily, but we're all history buffs here. So that that term's a little different, Uh, but I do think you could, you know, I don't think you need to be a hardcore highlighter out circling, taking notes down, you know, near a, near a device where you can look up things on, on Wikipedia to get background information. Like you don't need that. You could, it's, it's definitely academic enough where, you, you know, if you really wanted to dive into stuff, you definitely could, but it's also, I think accessible enough just to kind of read, um, and just to enjoy, um, which really that's how I've read Lincoln, read about Lincoln just because I'm not a historian and it's, it's a hobby. So, um, I want to keep it fun. So, yeah, I think that that's, uh, it covers those bases really well. It's a great book yeah. for um, the serious uh, history person that, that, or maybe like the somebody that's serious about history, uh, but that's not like, it's not overwhelming by any means. It's very, yeah. it's, it's a good read. It, it is. It's And the his analysis of his speeches and writing are some of the best I've ever read. And I come, I, like I came away from it understanding him like Lincoln Moore as a person and the chapter on the, like the Lincoln Douglas debates, like that is one, if you want to learn about them, that is an excellent chapter to read because he just sums them up so well. And so succinctly, um, I came away from it, understanding it way better than I ever have. I always find when I'm reading Lincoln, when I get to the Lincoln Douglas debate specifically, kind of like, oh man, you know, am I going to have to trudge through this? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I think a lot of us, like, we want to get to the war <laughs> or we want to like yeah. find out stuff about him, his personality or, or find out some lesser known things about him in Springfield or something. Um, and the debates just because of the very, um, deep, um, um, nature of them, the, you know, the hour, hour and a half, half hour format of the debate and the long winded, um, discourse, it can be intimidating, I think, for 21st century learners. Uh, but I did find White uh, explained them very succinctly and very well, and it wasn't just like big, long quotations from these long, drawn-out speeches. Um, he does a great job of differentiating between mm-hmm. each of the debates, which is key because they were very different, and there were things that happened in some that were more important than in others. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, if you're, I, I think that's a, a mark of a good Lincoln book is if you can find the things that are a little bit less popular to learn about are still interesting to read about. And I know people may disagree about that, but um, some of those longer speeches like the Cooper Union speech and the um, Lincoln-Douglas debates and that kind of stuff, I think I would be very challenged as a writer to make that interesting. And uh, I think the the best writers of Lincoln that I've come across, they do that and they do it well. And and Ronald White is definitely, definitely one. So... Yeah, I agree. A Lincoln uh, definitely is a good book. It's long. It's you know you're gonna have to, you know, it's a, it's a resolution kind of book if you want. Yep. <laughs> Since it's New Year, it'll take you a few months um, unless you're a lot more intense than I am. So, Nick, what'd you read? Well, my reading kind of gets split up into two sections with a little bit of overlap. Uh, so around. 
Christmas of 2016. I was coaching basketball. I didn't end up setting decorations. So I decided, you know what? Star Wars coming out. I'm doing Star Wars Christmas. And I'm like, I'm diving in. I'm doing the whole Star Wars reading. So I dove into all the canon stuff. So I knocked out a good about five, seven Star Wars books first half of the year. And then, you know, one night I got drunk with uh, Jeremy. And then he pitched this idea of the podcast. <laughs> And I committed to it, as you know, because it was very little work for me. <laughs> and then that dictated my uh, reading from there. So a lot of the stuff kind of revolved around some of our guests, you know, um, all the way from Jacopo, um, you know, and Steve Harrigan with the friend of Mr. Lincoln and Jacopo's uh, Great American Lincoln Pocket Watch, which is always fun to read some, you know, alternative history books I enjoyed. Um that also led me to the Gates of Alamo, kind of dealing with our guests. So, you know, I kind of wanted to be prepared. I read Lincoln by David Herbert Donald. Um, I just finished that, actually, not too long ago before the new year came along. Um, so I enjoyed that. The Lincoln book that I actually read that I probably enjoyed more was Lincoln's Melancholy, um, just because it was such a unique look at Lincoln, which we talked about on an episode, too. So I, I really like that, kind of taking a look at the impact that um, – you know, his depression had on his decisions and kind of the argument that it made him a better president overall. Um, also read about, you know, Canada, blood and daring, how Canada fought the American Civil War, forged a nation, you know, so I could create a, you know, a bond with Mary up there in Canada. <laughs> Even though it's way warmer uh, up there and we're suffering in the cold yeah. down here in the United States. Yes. And then the one that stands out with me was from Dr. Kende. So stamp from the beginning. Um, the, uh, the five, the, 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 excuse me, the stamp from the beginning. We'll just go with that yeah. since I'm tongue tied yeah. on the rack. Stamp from the beginning, a definitive history of racist ideas in America. Thank you very much. Um, mm-hmm. uh, no, I love that book. So that really, um, left an impact with me, made me think about stuff a little bit differently. Um, and you know, having him on was great. Um, so that book is an outstanding book, taking a look at race relations in America, the civil war chapter or section, I guess you could call it. Um, is outstanding in that book. So um, I didn't read the Ronald C. White, but I'm jumping on the white train um, come 2018 because we're going to go right from A. Lincoln into Ulysses S. Grant. So we're going to be chugging along on that Ronald C. White train. So Yeah, I, re- I read both of the, like I read U- American Ulysses and then I dove right into A. Lincoln and I loved it. And right now I'm reading um, a biography about Stanton and the writing is so different from white. I, it's like, this is so, it's, it's really interesting, but it's dry, like mm-hmm. compared to white. It's so just not, not the same format, but I'm still enjoying the book. It's still very interesting. Yeah. I'm a, uh in an interesting crossroads because um, I've read and, and thoroughly enjoyed a Lincoln. Uh, but I also read uh, Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow. And I really liked that as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a weird situation. I had a weird situation in 2017 where two really um, big figures in um, present day biography writing, both wrote a work on Ulysses S. Grant mm-hmm. and I've read them both and liked them both. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to have time to read both biographies. So um, that will be a tough choice for me to, to have unless I just read like pre-Civil War from one and post-Civil War <laughs> you know, from the other, like, you know, go back and forth, first term of the presidency, second term of the presidency. If they're even really written that way, I don't know. But uh, no, uh, I'm definitely going to put one of those books on my list as well. 
Um, Nick mentioned that he read Lincoln uh, by David Herbert Donald, which is that's the that's the book that actually really kind of rekindled my Lincoln enthusiasm. I read that. Oh man, it was uh, probably it was a long time ago, um, maybe in two thousand six or two thousand seven. Um, and I bought it at the museum and was just kind of inspired after a visit to Springfield. Um, and I really, I've always loved history since I was a kid and I've always loved Lincoln since I was a kid and the civil war since I toured the battlefields and when I was 10 years old, but I kind of got away from it a little bit, um, just kind of going through college and whatnot. Um, and came back to it when I started visiting Springfield, um, when I got married and my wife's family is from there. Um, and that book really kind of rekindled my, my Lincoln enthusiasm. Um, and I think I would put it right up there with, um, with a Lincoln probably, you know, it's, it came first and Donald was kind of known as the Lincoln scholar for a long time. Uh, Michael Burlingame actually studied kind of underneath him. He kind of mentored Michael Burlingame, um, uh, Michael Burlingame, if you haven't heard us talk about him on the show, he wrote Abraham Lincoln, a life, which is a two volume, uh, work. I've read the first volume and I, I visit the second volume here and there, read about 50 to a hundred pages, um, here and there, uh, working my way through it. Um, so anyway, but the Donald book, um, I would also recommend for almost exactly the same reasons that I recommended, uh, the A. Lincoln uh, book by by White, um, very mm-hmm. very similar. They're both going to you know be the probably that seven eight hundred page you know investment. It's a lot of time. They're very thorough. Um, Donald's book when it came out um, was was sh- shed a lot more light on Lincoln's early life from a historic, mm-hmm. like from a historian's perspective, like really analyzing. Um, uh, primary sources and firsthand accounts and all that kind of stuff to really piece together his early life in a way that was much more accurate and much more done from like a historian's perspective than a lot had been done before. Um, people kind of looked at like Carl Sandburg and a lot of those other ones, which were fine, but they weren't quite as academically researched, I don't think, as uh, Donald's book. So I would recommend that one as well. And uh, my big, one of my big to-dos for 2018 is to read uh, Lincoln's Melancholy. That is... Uh, I should have read that by now, and I have not, so that's definitely on my list. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple books. I've talked about it on the show before, Fiery Trial by Eric Foner. Uh, Eric Foner is very, very highly respected as far as a Civil War um, writer, and he's written a lot about slavery and emancipation. Uh, The Fiery Trial is a very specific biography about Lincoln. It is specifically about his relationship with uh, abolition in his relationship with slavery. Um, it is an excellent book, uh, an excellent, excellent book. I would recommend it highly. Um, I would probably encourage people to read Lincoln by Donald or a Lincoln by white first, um, because it provides a lot more context. Um, I felt that because I had read those works before, it was a little bit easier for me to kind of know what we were talking about, when we were talking about, because um, Fiery Trail is not, not a real, real long book um, uh, as far as history books go, uh, but it's um, it's nice to have quite a lot of historic context. It's not too inaccessible in, um, in its writing, and Foner does a good job of um, relating to a lot of different readers, but it did, I think, help to have a, a pretty good background, so... 
Um, Fiery Trial, I highly recommend in a lot of Foner's works. He's pretty well respected um, as a writer of um, Civil War history and specifically uh, abolition and slavery. Um, so, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I have him on the list, uh, that same book, as well as his book on Reconstruction, America's Unfinished Revolution. So I'm eager to knock those two books out in 2018. So, um, And it just happens. I just read uh, Donald's biography, and my list here is A. Lincoln X, then the, Fury, the trial one. So just like you stated, great minds think alike. All right, and I'm going to actually go in a little bit of a different direction since we're roughly halfway through the show. Um, and these are books I did read in 2017 um, and many, many times in 2013 and 2014, 2015. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about children's books, which uh, neither of you probably um, get around to as much. Uh, but if any of our listeners... Actually, that's my main go-to. Yeah. <laughs> I do uh, collect children's books about Lincoln. I have Oh, do you? Oh, yes, this, I this do. Really yep. cool. Okay, this yep, will be interesting to see if you yep. have... If you have any of these or what your thoughts are. Um, one that I really like um, is called uh, Abe's Honest Words, uh, which I think I've mentioned on the show, but I think I may have screwed up the title. It's by a woman named Doreen Rappaport, um, and she, I really like her writing a lot. Um, it is That's a big-ass book, too. It is. It's a big cover. It's like an <laughs> LP-shaped cover, you know. Oh, wow. Um, but there's paintings. The illustrations are paintings, and they, it's illustrated by Nelson. Um, by Kadir Nelson, uh, but it's um, it's it's a good book. I, I like to give it as gifts uh, to people who are expecting, uh, because the kids like the the paintings are um, good to look at. They're pretty vibrant, and it's a nice, really succinct biography that pulls out a lot of good quotes. It's got the it's got your malice toward none. Um, it's got a lot about emancipation. Um, you can see there's, there's your boy Seward in one of the paintings. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, uh, it's good. Uh, I, and I recommend, um, a lot of her books. She's got, uh, Martin's, Martin's big words about Martin Luther King and Jack's path to courage about John Kennedy. Um, both of those are good as well. Um, two others, at least I got a few handful here, uh, looking at Lincoln um, I like this book. It's by Myra Coleman, um, I believe, written and illustrated. I feel like I'm a Lamar Burton right now. Uh, you know, Lamar Burton. Take a look. It's in a book. It's Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow, the best uh, show ever. Yeah, his podcast is really good, by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is a story about a young girl who starts to see Lincoln everywhere. She sees him on the $5 bill and. Uh, various other places and then she kind of sees like a man in the park with a top hat and a beard and sees a painting of him um, and then starts to learn about him and um, kind of it's an interesting way to tell a biography and it's got paintings for illustrations um, taken from Springfield uh, and it was childhood in Indiana Springfield uh, through the White House um, it's a it's a good book the kids would like it it's and these are these are books not young adults or these are like books you would read to a child before bedtime yeah um, that's what i say when i um say children's book in this case but uh, sojourner truth and frederick Douglass are included there's a lot about the war um there's a painting mary will probably recognize this painting 
or what yep. that is, the chair yep. that's in that's that museum chair. in um, in Dearborn, Michigan. Um, so, but it's it's very artistic um, in its in its painting. They're not like lifelike paintings, which is um, I think a very cool children's book. And then one of my newer ones that I got is called Abe Lincoln's Dream by Lane Smith. Um, and this one is really, really cool. It's a, a young girl um, at the White House, and she kind of runs in, runs into Abe Lincoln's ghost, Abraham Lincoln's ghost in the Lincoln bedroom. And he sees that she's um, sad and tells her jokes and flies around with her and takes her on a kind of a whimsical adventure, but it's all talking about Lincoln's life. Um, and it's kind of a nice little glimpse into Lincoln in a, in a kind of a fun way. And the, the drawings in this book are very kind of, obs not obscure, but like, um, they're just kind of out there a little bit. It's, you know, kind of like a newer art type look. It's not a painting. It's not drawing like a traditional children's book. It's, um, kind of just much more artistic and kind of interpretive, which is cool. Um, and, um, like the last, the last page spoiler alert it's got a nice picture of abraham lincoln smiling and mm -hmm. riding on a boat uh, which is kind of cool and uh, interesting cool. that he frequently had a dream about riding on a boat yep. um, and it kind of has a nice parallel there so um educational books that um you know i think books children's books have come a long way i feel since we were kids and um those are three that I really, really enjoyed reading when my kids, uh, well, still uh, for bedtime stories to, to mm -hmm. my children who are now, my son is reading his own children's books for the most part. He's uh, six and a half and my four-year-old daughter, um, I still get to read to. So Aww. it's very nice. So anyway, that but was a little bit of a different direction, but. No, oh, that's really cool. I think it's good to mention those that like, you know, just so that Lincoln is accessible basically to all ages. You know, um, one of the ones that I have in my collection is by this author called Brad Meltzer, and he's done a, a series of books about different historical figures. And the first one in the series was about Lincoln, and it's just called I Am Abraham Lincoln. And it's very, it's cute, like very cutely illustrated. And But it's a good introductory book for, you know, say a five or six-year-old. I actually picked it up at the Henry Ford Museum when I visited there one time. I saw it and it was like, this is cute. I can't pass it up. And it's about Abraham Lincoln. So I, um, I think let's be honest. The real reason we're talking about kids books is for our own good for the podcast. That way we influence kids to be Abraham Lincoln lovers and our listenership continues to grow year after year. after exactly. year. This is genius. Oh, well, it's <laughs> genius. Yeah, I agree. And when Kennedy um, gets on the three on her own, I will let you read some of those books to me. And we, that could be a whole episode. <laughs> and we'll air it on YouTube. Another one that I have in my collection is actually from the Magic Treehouse series. And it's called, I think it's called Abe Lincoln at Last. And I haven't actually, like, like I kind of flipped through it and stuff. But it's part of the, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard of it before, the Magic Treehouse book series. Mm -hmm. uh, kids go back in time and... Um, anyway, they did one about Abraham Lincoln and it shows him, they go back in time to when he's younger and then they go back and then they go to when he's president. I, th um, I might have that one somewhere. Yeah. I had to kind of go through, we've got books and books on top of books, uh, around here, but, um, 
there's and I'm trying to read. There's uh, like Chelsea Clinton just wrote a new book called She Persisted, which is pretty good. And um, there's another two series, two book series um, called Brave. I can't remember what it is, but I've been reading a lot of that with my daughter. So I have I did read all of those books in 2017. That's another benefit of children's books. You can tell people like, well, believe it or not, I've read. 13 books on Abraham Lincoln this year. And you just don't have to mention that like seven of them were picture books that, you know, you read at bedtime. <laughs> so any other 2017 books? Um, I'll mention quickly. Um, I did read Lincoln and the Bardo, um, which is a novel. Uh, and Abraham Lincoln is a minor character in, uh, it was a very good book, and it's one of the weirdest books I've ever read. Um, it's very highly acclaimed. It's it's won some awards, I believe. Yeah, it's um, in, yeah. It but it's it's out there. Um, and if you're expecting to read a fun historic fiction book featuring Abraham Lincoln, you will be disappointed. Um, but it's a good book. I, I enjoyed it, um, and I did buy it and read it because of the Lincoln connection, uh, and. It really was more about creative narration and plot and mm -hmm. um, using literary devices in very, very unique and creative ways. Uh, it wasn't really much about Lincoln at all. Um, but it was cool. It was worth reading. Uh, I, I would I would recommend it uh, if you're looking for, for that. I try to read novels here and there to give me a, a break from intense history mm -hmm. reading from time to time as well. So. Uh, anything else from 2017? I know we've already talked a little bit about our 2018, uh, what we're looking forward to. Is there any other 2017 or we want to talk about what's on our reading list for 2018? I've covered all my 2017 stuff. Let's go. Enough of the, the past. Let's look to the future. <laughs> Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. That's a line from Kylo Ren. <laughs> um, so... The on my list for 2018, I would like to read one of those Grant biographies, um, and I'm pretty open after that. I don't really have a specific Lincoln book other than Lincoln's Melancholy uh, on my 2018 list. So um, the top two I have are Lincoln's Melancholy and either Grant's book, either Chernow's or White's uh, book on Grant, and the to be announced. Rail Splitter Book Club selection. So, uh, what do you guys have on your cues? Um, I've got to lead off Southern Storm by Noah Andre Trudeau, and it's about Sherman's march to the sea. Um, but I also want to read Grant by Cher now. Um, for Lincoln, I have The Fiery Trial by Eric Foner, um, Your Friend Forever, A Lincoln by Charles B. I'm going I'm to butcher his last name, Strozer. It's about Lincoln's friendship with Joshua Speed. Um, and I also have, I've made a very ambitious list. Lincoln's Lieutenants by Stephen Sears. Um, one called Staking Claims by James Laxer, which is about um, the form, basically it's about Canada and America and the Civil War and just the forming of North America, basically. Um, and I have Seward by Walter Starr on my list because one of my followers and friends, Helen, who we've had on the show before, she's reading it and she's talking about how great it is. And she um, she's, she asked me, she's like, please read it. So I thought, I'm like, well, that's incentive enough for me to uh, add it to my 2018 list. So I figure I'm reading a biography about Stanton, which is also by uh, Walter Starr. I should probably read about Seward, too, and learn a little bit more about him. Dude, Alan's post makes it seem like she might be cheating on Lincoln. There's an awful lot of Seward popping up. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. 
Throw that out there, Helen. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Although I, I feel that my Seward scholarship isn't what it should be. And if there were two people from the cabinet who I'd like to read about, it'd be uh, Stanton and Seward for sure. So yeah, I'm going to read about Seward. Seward? Seward. Real sport of drinking game. Drink up, everybody. Yep. So, yeah, that Mary, I, I give you credit. That's an ambitious list. So it is, I, yeah. I, I will be happy if I can manage to get through half of it oh and i have like the to be announced uh rail splitter book oh there you go of course yep. well, can't I'm forget that yes so nick you've kind of mentioned a little bit of your 2018 list what else do you got on there uh well amazon did this digital day and i was like oh dude to continue my star wars saga i bought every <laughs> star wars canon comic i could it was like 80 percent off i'm like i saved myself hundreds of dollars Although Kira didn't see it that way. Yeah, when you um, spend money, it doesn't it doesn't really mean saved. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to buy them anyway, so I did save it. Okay. Um, I'm currently reading Manhunt because, spoiler alert, one of our uh, upcoming shows is going to be about assassination, so just to refresh myself, and I never read it. Um, a Lincoln, like I mentioned, uh, the Fawner book. And I came across an alternative history, which I enjoy a great deal. Abe Lincoln, Public Enemy Number 1. Ooh. Little did you know... The John Wilkes Booth. His bullet was actually um, a voodoo guy got a hold of it, and it only put Lincoln in a coma until 1933. And then next thing you know, him and John Dillinger hang out. So looking forward to that. Wow. Why is that not our book club book? That sounds amazing. Wow, that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I expect a full report on that because uh, that sounds like something I would enjoy reading as well. And then, uh, of course, we talked about Grant already. And then one that I've seen pop up on several different things um, over the last couple of months is Lincoln's Pathfinder, John C. Fremont, and the yeah. violent election of 1856. So um, I find him to be fascinating and um, excited. I'll probably read that here soon. Um, so pretty pumped for that. And my random book, The Unexpected President, The Life and Times of Chester A. Arthur. Because I find Chester A. Arthur fascinating as hell, and they need to make a Chester movie. I don't know why this hasn't been done. We, we got to get on this. We got to get this done. Um, so, Is yeah, that, and then that way I can continue to preach why he should be ranked ahead of Fillmore, because sometimes I think he's forgotten. And then that bastard Fillmore ends up higher on list than him. Where's your Fillmore biography, Nick? I'm, I'm not reading that crap. No. <laughs> I'm not going to torture myself. 2018 so, is not going to be a self-torture year. I think I actually saw that Chester Arthur book on like a like a list of you know 2018 books or something books to yeah. books to watch or something. Um, I did also. You mentioned Manhunt. I forgot to include um, James L. Swanson. I've read. Manhunt is a is a good book about the assassination and its aftermath. Uh, Bloody Crimes is another good book about the aftermath of the assassination. I've read both of those. Um, actually, <laughs> um, speaking of reading to my children, I was reading uh, Bloody Crimes when my son was born. So, but like before he could understand things like plot and everything, you know, just reading out loud to your kids is good. So I would just read what I was reading. So my son got a little bit of. James L. Swanson's bloody crimes read to him when he was. Like Dude, that's sick. Old. I know. That's the method. 
Yeah, and my wife would have to listen to it through the monitor because I'd be trying to rock him to sleep. Anyway, this is very <laughs> off topic, Aww. but uh, I have read every James L. Swanson book here, I believe. He also wrote one called End of Days about the Kennedy assassination, but he's got one coming out, I believe, this month uh, on Martin Luther King's assassination. So I will read that for sure. I really like his books. Um, they're... Um, he takes um, a very narrative approach to, to writing history, and it's it's definitely good reading. So uh, James L. Swanson's book, I'm not sure of the title, but it's about the uh, King assassination. So that will be my other book for 2018. Um, I'm currently reading a novel called The Hate You Give, which has nothing to do with Lincoln, but I'm reading it, so I guess it goes on my list for 2018. So I've sold a lot of that book at work. Mm-hmm. That- I think it's, yeah, it's not, it's not in the best sellers. I, I try to read a little bit of uh, young adult stuff here and there just because I work at a high school. So I, I try to, you know, be able to talk to some kids about some books that are worth reading. So I do keep a YA book here and there, which is another real quick plug for James Swanson. He actually writes dual books. So, like, he wrote a very um, respected history of um the lincoln assassination and its aftermath and he then wrote an accompanying book at the young adult level um for middle grades and early high school readers uh i just thought that was a fascinating idea i don't know why more people don't do that um because it's um you know you've done all the research and you just you know i mean I'm sure it's a lot of work but um, i just think that's such a neat idea so i really like that he does that all right are we ready for the big reveal i think so all right, so um, we wanted to thank... Oh, real quick. Um, man, I just ruined the big reveal. Uh, I tripped over the name of that book I was talking about. Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, 100 Tales of Extraordinary Women. That's the other book I read to my daughter every night. Oh, yeah, uh, that one is one we could not keep that on our shelves. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a, actually a second one mm-hmm. out now, too. Mm-hmm. For it. Yeah, it was like we would or get it in, and within like, I remember one day we had it in, I priced it. It's gone. See, there you go. Highly recommended, and the people of Goddard's Canada also. Yeah, they love uh, it here. Yep. So, uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's fun to read as well. Um, so I get a little bit away from the Lincoln picture books um, when going through that, but it's still fun. Good stuff to read and history related. So, uh, the big reveal of the first installment of the Lincoln Book Club series of episodes. Uh, we had so many good recommendations and so many different types of recommendations that we decided we're going to try to do this two or three times a year uh, so that we kind of have it going for a while. And um, assuming that it goes well this time, which I'm hopeful that it will, uh, we had some people recommend some novels. We had some people recommend some Civil War books. We had um, some biographies. We had some very specific biographies. We had some lesser known works, all of which were great, great, great suggestions. Um and it was very, very difficult for us to decide on one. So what we did was we de- we decided to try to find the one that would appeal to the most people the first go around. So that way, in future iterations of this, we can kind of zero in maybe on more specific areas of Lincoln's life and, and works that are focused a little bit more specifically, or even maybe a little bit off the wall about a different figure, or even a novel, um, something else. But um, we wanted something short-ish, new-ish. Uh, and accessible to a wide audience and um, open to the book club format. And we wanted one that was suggested by a listener. And the book that fit all of those characteristics um, is a book entitled Lincoln, the Man Who Saved America by David J. Kent. 
so once again, thanks everybody who submitted books. We are going to get to many of those suggestions, we hope, over, over time. Uh, but the first installment is more of a general Lincoln biography that's got, it's got something for everyone, we're hoping. And we are going to debut the Rail Splitter Book Club, where we chat about the book on February 8th. That show will drop on February 8th, and we'll talk about chapters 1 through 4. So if you want to join along with us, that'd be awesome. You don't have to by any means. Uh, still listen to that episode. I'm sure you'll be able to relate to what we're talking about, and I'm sure Nick will rip on Millard Fillmore somehow. Um, but uh, <laughs> chapters 1 through 4 will uh, be on February 8th, and then we'll give everybody plenty of time to read the middle third, and then we'll do a final episode. So over the next three months, we'll have one episode a month uh, on the Real Splitter Book Club selection of Lincoln, the Man Who Saved America. And um, hopefully people will join us and kind of get a Twitter conversation going and all that kind of stuff. And um, as we read it, none of us have read it. Um, we'll maybe think of some questions that we can kind of use as prompts for a little book club conversation um, and all that kind of stuff. So not really a critique of the book as much as just kind of what you learn, what you take away, what you find interesting. And as we read it, we'll come up with some prompts maybe to send out on social media. So, what are you guys' thoughts on Book Club? I think it's awesome. I think it's a great way to, I don't know, just bring the community of Abraham Lincoln together even more. And it, I know for me, it's, there's a lot of those books that were suggested I, I have yet to read and I've wanted to. So, it's, I think it's awesome. And it's interesting to just see like, and read all the suggestions that have come out from our listeners. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, you know even though I just kind of mentioned a lot of my 2018 reading lists, um, I, I, I'm almost guaranteed to change that, especially going through everybody's suggestions. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, I want to read that. I want to read that. I want to read that. Um, so yeah, I, I, it may change it up and I really appreciate the community kind of coming together and throwing some suggestions out there and we'll, we'll definitely get to, to, to several more, uh, hopefully over time. Um, but also give people plenty of time to read if they want and, um, so they can follow along. So this is uh, something that hopefully is fun. And, um, you know, you've got, uh, we've got uh, given ourselves about five weeks to, to, to read and um, get ready to go for installment one of the Rail Splitter Book Club, which will be on February 8th. So that is uh, something we're excited about and we'll continue to do. So pay attention for that. Uh, so I think uh, we are up to our favorite point in the show. This week in Lincoln, Nick uh, saw a YouTube video with our friend Abraham Lincoln in it. Nick, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, um, I saw it. And being, um, I used to watch late night television all the time, especially in college. And my boy was Coco, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, that was my boy too. <laughs> and I still pissed at Jay Leno and at a-hole that he is. Um but anyways, Conan, and I think it's the show that's been on TBS now, right? Yes. So um, yeah. I believe it's when he's since he's been over there. He went down to the the library, basically the museum, the Abraham Lincoln Museum. Um, went down there, um, and one of the gentlemen we actually had on the show, uh, Lincoln reenactor, um, and he's up to his usual, you know, Conan shenanigans. So <laughs> it's. Uh, um, have you all seen the clip? I have. I, I haven't. I haven't yet. I, I, will, I will tweet out a link. It is. Uh, it's brilliant. It's a little uncomfortable at times. Uh, the humor is a little, <laughs> a little off color, 
which is fine. Um, but it's it's fun to watch uh, the Lincoln impersonators try to stay in character. Um, and unfortunately, in uh, typical Conan fashion, he found the funniest way to, to do things. So, like, um, the uh, Randy, who was on our show, who portrays Lincoln, uh, Randy Duncan, who does a great job, uh, he wasn't really featured on the show, probably because he's really good at portraying Lincoln, because the one guy that Conan picked on was probably, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but probably the least accurate Lincoln. So I think Conan had some fun with it. So it's worth <laughs> checking out. It's it's funny for sure. And uh, it's, yeah, it, I laughed out loud. And I, you know, don't use that term very often. So, yeah, we'll yeah. definitely tweet a link out to it. It's, uh, it's I stumbled across it just, I don't know what, I was Googling just Lincoln stuff and I found it one day. So it's definitely worth checking out. So um, hopefully everybody um, gets on board with the book club. Uh, I just checked. It was this, the book we chose is $4.99 for the Kindle version. Um, and Marion mentioned that she found it at a local bookstore in the bargain area. Mm-hmm. So you might be yeah. able to find uh, find it inexpensively. Um, and it's probably, if you're in Godrich, Ontario, right, it's probably at Fincher's Bookstore. Uh, it's not, but I could make that happen. <laughs> so we, we know someone who could special order it for you if you would like I to could. turn it into a small business in, uh, in, in sunny, balmy, warm, 16-degree yep. Gadrich, Ontario, as opposed to the Rockford, Illinois, the other headquarters of the Rail Splitter podcast, uh, where the temperature is currently, oh, it raised to five degrees. Supposed so, to get hotter here overnight. It's climbing. It's climbing. It's gonna be. It's gonna be ten by the time we wake up tomorrow, uh, and it'll be in the double digits all day tomorrow. So nice warm day in oh, Illinois. Wonderful. Keep hey, them, just keep... for the record, uh, when I was muted earlier because you guys all muted me, I just want uh, Rail Splitter Nation to know that somehow I got muted. Um, but I was gonna say, you or Mary and Jeremy brought up. Millard Fillmore before I did. And the only time I brought it up today, it was a response. You guys bring it up. Just throwing it out there. Except for this time. When you just just now. Yeah, you just brought it up. Alright. Well thank you everybody for only listening. to make that point. It doesn't count. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Stay warm out there. Um, we hope everybody has a happy and healthy twenty eighteen and that we all become Uh, better versions of ourselves throughout uh, this year and and beyond. So uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, For Rail Splitter Mary and Rail Splitter Nick, I am Rail Splitter Jeremy, thanking you for listening and asking you to continue to walk the world with malice toward none and charity for all. And we will see you next week.